everyone, welcome back to a new round of the New Bar Podcast. It's October 2nd ah. of 2019 and it's Wednesday yet again. It's Wednesday, my dudes. It's, it's Wednesday, my dudes. Mm. Awesome. How's everyone doing? Good. Good? Yeah. Good. There's at least something. Could be worse. Could be bad. So, Could be bad. Yeah. I, I definitely take good over anything else. Emily, how are you doing? Yeah. Alright, you? <laughs> like I don't, I don't want to brag, but I'm already having the weekend tomorrow because I have a bank holiday and I took a bridge day off at work, so this I have two days guy. off and then the weekend. Yes, and it's perfect for what's actually coming uh, because I'm gonna invest a lot of time into Destiny 2 again because uh, Shadowkeep just released. And if y'all don't mind, I would start with that topic. Yeah. Right. Go on. Because it's horrible. It's <laughs> 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 legit horrible. <laughs> Everything that happened, uh, it was interesting. So they started like 7 p.m. Germany time. So whenever I say 7 p.m., that's when they went live for me. And uh, when they went live, it was like, oh, we're moving away on PC from Battle.net over to Steam. And we have to do some uh, maintenance in the background still. And they already had like a 24-hour downtime. Which was everyone like, okay, I guess, yeah, it seems reasonable. And it, it must be that Bungie in the background needed to move not only Destiny 2 on PC to a different server system, they probably uh, moved around everything. Because as oh, we wow. learned over the course of the evening, everything went downhill, basically. <laughs> the first issue they had was that people could go on Steam and buy the premium currency, which is called Server. And you can buy multiple times of them. Like, for example, if you want to have 1,000 server, I think you pay, like, I don't know, 20 euros or something. And you could just add that on top. And the funny thing is, each time you add an extra uh, 1,000 servers, it doesn't cost anything. So you could potentially get, like, a million silver and only pay 20 euros for it. And, of course, then Bungie went like, hold on, we're going to stop this. Please don't. <laughs> Nobody get stuff for free. <laughs> and that was the first issue. Later on, people had problems signing in. And, like, after four hours of the game being live, they already had to take it down again. So it was offline for another... I think at least six hours uh, that not only Destiny 2 had to be taken offline, but also Destiny 1, which was only on consoles. So this tells me whatever Bungie did in their service, they need to move probably the whole thing because it would, if it would be a like PC exclusive thing, it would be just one part that would go offline, yeah. but everything went offline. And uh, <laughs> yeah, I would like. I would actually not be surprised if it was some like serious backend stuff, especially because um, yeah. what is it? The new one was on is on the moon now, or the Shadow new DLC Keep. is part of the moon. Yeah, and they're probably. I would not be surprised if they're essentially using all of the old Destiny One servers for the moon for no. PC players. No, that's not how it works because it's a new map. There's new content on there. It's definitely part of Destiny Two. It's not exactly the one from, the, from Destiny 1, but uh, I'm thinking because the way how Bungie is organizing uh, networks and servers and confirmations of data from the end user you know, to the cloud and everything, it's very complex and they can't separate it. And whatever was uh, happening there um, <laughs> was happening everywhere, so that's why everything had to go down. 
But yeah, I mean, I was able to play it like two-ish hours. The first hour actually was quite enjoyable. The first mission, very interesting. You go back to the moon. There's a new type of enemy there, which is now fueled by Nightmare. And I mean, you know, okay. Nightmares are the best fuel. And um, they bring back a few old faces that we have seen throughout Destiny 1 and Destiny 2. And it's very exciting when you see an old raid boss, which you needed six people to kill with. And uh, all of a sudden stands in front of you again in the single-player mission. It's like, oh no. What am, what am I going to do? <laughs> and uh, this leading on to more things, like with the darkness, yeah. there's some things that was uh, like basically mentioned or shown on uh, trailers and cutscenes since the release of Destiny 2, like two years ago. And so we're finally getting closer to solve that old mystery, which was teased all along. So it's, it's really cool. I wish I would have had more time. Uh, today I was at work, of course. So eh, that's how it is. <laughs> and yeah. Uh, I'll bring uh, actual impressions of Destiny to Shadowkeep to the next time in two weeks when I actually had time to play the game. I was not kicked from the servers. And as it seems like this evening, one day after the release, there's still some problems happening. Um, so it's definitely interesting. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's oh, crazy. Yeah, yeah, because there's always there's always like a little bit of troubles um, when people are doing stuff, especially with this kind of like transfer. Yeah. Um, it's, crazy. it's a bit annoying that they didn't, they weren't able to do something beforehand, or just kind of like do it in increments or something. But... Especially with how big of a game it is, yeah. and how wide their reach is. Yeah, it's the different consoles is, yeah. Yeah, and it just got bigger actually because it's now free to play. Yeah, yeah. Cause like the f whole year one content, so the base release yeah. and the first two DLCs. Uh, are for free available now you don't need to pay anything and it's already a lot of content and if you want to join in the latest expansion you don't need to play through everything you just need to purchase the license for 40 euros in my country and then uh, you also get the battle pass for the first season on top of that which you would usually spend ten dollars for yeah I'm, I'm hesitant to get it mainly because of my distrust with how um the destiny series as a whole has gone i want us but my biggest kind of like draw to get it is the fact that they're not they're no longer with activision that's yeah. my kind of like that could be a redeeming feature but do i trust it yet and it's like i don't think so if they did a destiny 3 where i could start again from like from scratch and then actually yeah. like have a decent thing to play through then maybe but i just I can't bring myself to cut, to go back into a mm. game and spend I have to spend like two hour two hundred hours to get up to the content level that everybody else is at. It's like, That's that I cool really... thing now because uh, you don't need to because uh, with the release of the free to play version and everything, everyone was brought forward to level seven hundred fifty. There's no there was like two kinds of levels. There was the basic level system from one yep. to fifty, and then yep. was a power level, which was basically yep. if you have this strength with all your uh, weapons and armor together, then you can play this specific content. That was completely removed. You only have one type of level, that power level, and everyone starts at seven fifty. And the new content actually starts also at seven fifty, so you could start okay. right away. You don't need to play anything right. before that anymore if you don't want to play it. Kind of a good thing. But to be honest, like if you're hesitant right now, you can probably just wait another two weeks, maybe a month, uh, because the current season will run for 90 days. So there's like three months. And uh, the cool thing is with every coming season, they have new activities, things that you can do, and the promises from Bungie actually, whenever you want to join in, 
you can just play. You don't need to level up just to be able to play that new content anymore. Everyone will be brought forward, I guess, because they acknowledged actually it should be easier to join in the game later in the cycle. And yeah. they know that, so it would be dumb to not do that. So yeah. apparently they actually know how to do it now, at least in some way. And if there will be a Destiny 3 next year, which we don't know yet, there has not been any talk about it from the future side, we'll see. But uh, they have at least some good ideas that you go through now. And if these server things have been you know, resolved soon, hopefully, um, that's actually a very promising thing. <laughs> My Steam just said, uh, I finished downloading Destiny 2. I was yeah. like, okay. <laughs> yeah. Let's see. Oh, Let's man. <laughs> yeah, because I, uh, I, I, I pre installed it. Um, so it was just kind of, do I get the content? Because then if I get it on my Xbox, I'm pretty sure I have access to it on my PC, but I'm not entirely sure. So. Yeah, how it works is if you have cross save enabled, which I told you yes. to, <laughs> instead do do? Um, you'll have the same character for everything. But if you want to play specific content on a platform, you need to buy it on that platform. So if I were to go over to my PlayStation 4 Xbox right now, I could not play okay. Shadowkeep, certainly. But um, yeah, that's a bit of a bummer. Uh, but at least if I like Game Pass. Game Pass is great for that, yeah. Just yeah, one license for any console or PC in or that PC. sense. It's great. I love it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I, that's, that makes me also a bit hesitant to get it, mainly just because if I wanted to, say, um, play it, buy it on PC and then yeah. play on my Xbox with somebody else who's on Xbox, then I would have to do that. And it's like, eh. Mm -hmm. and, and probably has yeah. also to do with cross-play that's not there yet. Yeah. You know, cross-save is just take the one character that you have and progress it somewhere else. And bring yeah. back wherever you want. And yeah. there's at least one small bit of news on the site now. Today, actually, Sony allowed any developer to enable crossplay if they uh, picked, like if they chose so. And that's actually Thank great. Lord. Yeah, it's about time. <laughs> They've finally gotten here. Yeah. <laughs> As it says, the uh, crossplay beta has been uh, it's, it's over now, and everyone's free to actually enable it in their games. Uh, because yeah. um, Call of Duty Modern Warfare, the one that's coming uh, at the end of October, I think, uh, that had it in the speed already and stuff like that. And there were a few games that had it before as well. And um, yeah, they got funny more open with that. And it seems to be yeah. like, especially cool games like Rocket League, which have that enabled yeah. for years with other platforms. <laughs> they finally can come over to that. And it's oh, so good, actually. Yeah, I remember when um, both Rocket League and Fortnite accident accidentally uh, turned their crossplay on. I went, "Oh, whoops, my bad." Let me just flip that switch. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Just because it was, it came just after a statement that that um, uh, Sony just said, "Oh no, crossplay is not possible. It's too, it's too complicated. There's too much code that has to go on. The servers can't yeah, handle yeah. it." And then, and then both Fortnite and yeah. Rocket League just go, yeah. "Oops, my bad. It's on." Mm -hmm. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah, we've enabled it. So yeah. What are you talking about? <laughs> oh, but. Yeah, it's good, and especially because um, Microsoft is hosting the servers for most of the um, uh, most of the crossplay stuff now because they they run the their own Microsoft uh, slash Xbox uh, server platform. Mm. They also do um, PlayStation Network now. They cover all of that because that's who PlayStation signed a deal with. Mm. Um, and I think Nintendo are kind of like in the works with it. 
But they, they definitely so were I'm, more open to collaboration, as we've seen, yeah. at least with Minecraft, where they said, oh, you can have, uh, I think, Nintendo skins on the Xbox and the Master Chief skin on uh, the Nintendo, I think. Yeah, so I we're much more open to that. Yeah, because yeah. I remember seeing a mock-up of Forza being played on a Switch, and I was like, that's pretty cool. Because it was a combination between like xCloud as well as mm. Nintendo Switch, yeah. and I was like, that is the decent feature. Yeah, that's hopefully the future that we can play. Not have to, but at least, you know, have the option to. But yeah. let's talk about something else, continue on. Away from all the multiplayer stuff to simple single-player games. And Emily and I played something that was very great, actually, since the last podcast happened. And Emily, why don't you want to start us on what you played? Um, so I played Cardpocalypse, which was quite a good game. Yeah. Um, and I've also just been playing uh, Forza 4 Horizon today. Oh. Um, as I fancied a bit of um, just driving around in my little um, Kia 500. Yeah. Um, Have you tried the Lego DLC yet? Because that's been supposedly quite good. There's. I'm afraid your internet is not that stable right I, now. Not, not much is coming through, sadly. Because I haven't. Unfortunately. Okay. Yeah. Hmm. What can we do? I mean, sadly has to yeah. share her internet with multiple people. You know. So, yeah. and they're all home right now. I'm probably using it as well. Yeah. It's yeah. A tough thing. So yeah. I think I can hear you better uh, now. So maybe just try again with Forza that you played. Yeah, basically, yeah, I played Forza or Horizon um, and the Lego DLC, which I haven't got yet. No. But I do, but I do intend to maybe invest in it in the future. Um, but at the moment, I have a dozen other games to play and complete. So, yep. um, <laughs> yeah. Including Carpocalypse, which I really enjoyed at the weekend. Alright, uh, so what's Carpocalypse like? Tell us a bit about it. So, it's a comic book style game about a girl called um, Jess. Yeah. Um, and basically you go around playing cards. Yeah. Um, <laughs> battling other... So <laughs> yeah, good. Basically. Um, basically, uh going around uh, battling other uh, school kids that you find in the playground. Uh, and it's, it's basically a, a based on this comic book series that um, you're introduced to when um, we're introduced to Jess as well. Um, well, Houses played it first. What do you think of the Houses? Yeah, it's quite interesting because the idea was to have uh, a mixture of, um, for example, uh, Power Rangers, you know, characters with very interesting and very uh, flamboyant enemies, and they have soundtracks, these uh, special cards. And the game idea is based on Hearthstone, when you have like two uh, heroes basically uh, fighting off with each other. And the first hero has no life anymore, uh, then loses, of course, the match, and everyone wins. And each round, uh, you start with one food, so you can play a card that costs one food. And if you progress each round, you can uh, play one more food value, basically. 
So on round seven, you have seven points of food that you can spend on Aver, play a card with three and four, or one with seven. And that strategy makes it both easy to digest and build up. And actually, it's very nice because it's so simple and limited. You only have 20 cards in your deck. Rounds are done rather easily, uh, like within seven minutes or so. So matches don't last that long. And it's a single-player game. And the cool thing about this, since you're playing as a 10-year-old, these are kids. They just take the cards and do whatever they want with it. <laughs> so they start also to put stickers on these cards. And for example, lower the cost of a card or make it stronger, give it more health or more attack points. And it gets very fast, very imbalanced towards your uh, advantage, of course. So from the gameplay part alone, that's just very interesting. And the story mm. part actually is there's the TV series inside of this game that's called uh, Mega Mutant Power Pads which the card game also is based on. Everyone's a fan of it. And there's like a mystery behind it. I've only played two days of it so far. There's like a whole school week going through it. And uh, all of a sudden there's like uh, a lightning strike in the school. And there's like uh, purple goo all around all of a sudden. And then the next day uh, a kid is actually missing. What happened? Is the TV series all of a sudden leaking into the real world? Nobody knows. And it's very much also played from the point of view from that child, Jess. Yeah. And maybe it's a little bit more imaginative than it really is. But definitely, it's it's fun to play through. And of course, like, I think 25 euros right now, you can play it on the Epic Game Store or Apple Arcade. So if you have an Apple device, just pay 5 euros a month and you can play it. And uh, from what I heard, especially with Apple Arcade, many people enjoyed that. Because there's actually good games on there that you can play on mobile, your tablet, and of course a MacBook. So that's good. Interesting. And would you recommend other people playing uh, Carpocalypse? Yes. Yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but why? What would you? What did you like about it? Like, did you play like playing the game, or was the story good for you? <laughs> um, I just I enjoyed uh, getting to know all the different characters and seeing seeing life from a, a 10 year old's point of view basically mm. um which is quite interesting definitely especially because like uh playing uh, tricks on each other there's a school bully um, sorry <laughs> oh i think am has gone hold on completely frozen yeah, you're moving yeah. now. Hi. He's back. <laughs> but yeah, you, you're playing tricks on each other. They find out about the mystery. They make up stories. They think, oh, is this mm. maybe werewolf kids or vampires here or there? And it's so innocent and it's really charming. And especially for a single player game that you just play through and just have fun. It's really great. You actually managed to get the game banned on the first day because the headmaster sees uh, you playing the game and she doesn't like it and bans the card game. And they still continue playing it, of course. Like a ban once stop anyone <laughs> so you can't it's, just make it stop nah otherwise the entire game stops <laughs> yeah yeah i mean that's what we did at school as well yeah so like oh don't bring these cards they're getting stolen we're like well if you don't see it you don't know <laughs> yeah oh dear right cool. so what did you enjoy the week was anything good movie series a game uh, let's see. So I played a bit of Ghost Rec- Recon Wildlands. Ooh! Um, like the old meter was happening, right? Yeah, not oh. happy with it. 
not Ooh. not happy at all because okay. um, I was playing it. I was really enjoying it. I was like, ah, they've got some new stuff. This is really cool. They've upgraded the system. So instead of just you unlock the weapons as you progress through the game and every kind of weapon has the same um, ability or something like that, um, you unlock different weapons that have different kind of like power ratings and then your overall power rating is determined by the gear that you wear. Um, and then you can either choose to have all the gear, like the mismatched gear, or you can decide, oh, I want my character to look like this, and then it's mm. only stay like this, regardless of what I switch in and out. Yeah. Um, and I was like, ah, oh, that's pretty cool. I'm enjoying this feature. Um, and then things got kind of weird. So there's a bit right in the beginning, which I'm pretty sure this is not really a spoiler, but um, you're hoping. I'm hoping. I, I just um, go for then, it, I guess. Yeah. Right near the beginning of the game, um, uh, all of your helicopters come in because the island has gone dark, and then all the helicopters got shut down. Um, so you're g going after each helicopter, trying to find stuff, and you get resources. I accidentally went after helicopter number four before I went after helicopter number three by accident. Didn't know that was a thing. How did that um, happen? <laughs> Anyway, um, I picked up a sniper rifle and I was like, excellent. Sniper rifle, I've been wanting to take out enemies from a far distance. Yeah. Get to helicopter number three. Helicopter number three is a cutscene where it shows... Um, I can't remember what the guy's name from... Um, like, uh, what's it? Punisher and Walking Dead is. can't yeah. remember what his name is. Uh, but he's the main actor um, who is a big name behind this game. And it's really good. And he's a great actor. I personally think he's a fantastic. John Bounton. That's it. Um, and I, with this sniper, uh, with this cutscene, he kills a bunch of people and it's like, ah, confirming he's the bad guy. And it's like, yeah, we already, we already knew that, but okay. Um, and then it has a bunch of enemies that it has like skulls above them. And the game is like, oh, these skulled enemies are super, super difficult. They're going to kill you in one shot. If you get, um, you get targeted. And I was like, <laughs> okay, let's see what happens. Cause I was bored. So, I activated my ability, which I chose to be a sniper ability, um, mm. which gets bullet penetrating ar ar armor penetrating bullets. And Good. I took out every single one of them with headshots without them noticing. Excellent. And, was, and then I was like, okay, that must have been because I was on an easy difficulty. I ramped the difficulty up to max. And when I got into the kind of open world where they allow you to do whatever you want for a bit, uh -huh. um, I got spotted by one of their drones that flies around and spots you, sends after those high-level enemies. Yeah, they're not difficult at all. It's mm. extremely easy. So okay. I'm not happy because it doesn't make me feel like I'm being hunted. It just makes me feel like I can just tear off anything I want. It may be because of the basis, but that seems a little misleading if they're trying to entice you with this. It's okay. Like, I love you, Ubisoft, but damn, that's... No! They're okay. Oh. I haven't seen any content about it yet, but... Oh, okay, wow. I've got, of, I've got like two hours recorded. So I'll do something I, with it. Complain about it. I, <laughs> I will I will do something with it. I'm sadly not going to I didn't get a record of the bit where I shot all the dudes uh, yeah. by the helicopter. Um but I'm going to try uh going in and creating a new character and maybe I can do the same thing. If <laughs> it has changed, I will be very happy, but I have 2 hours worth of content that says it's really really easy and it's okay. no <laughs> I'm sad. Wow. 
Okay. Because it was so, I was having so much fun. And then my roommate, well, housemate Dave comes in and he goes, um, how does it play? And I'm just like, oh, it's like this and this and this. And he goes, wow, that seems really easy. And I'm like, yeah, I have an easier difficulty. I'll ramp it up a little bit. And I ramped it up to the max. And he was like, do that thing again. So I did it. He was like, that doesn't seem like anything changed. And I was like, yeah, this is, uh, mm. <laughs> oh no. Oh no! But, yeah, I will. I will definitely have another look at it before I can, I give it like a proper kind of first impressions look at it. But I have two hours worth of content which I'm going to splice into mini clips of just me absolutely destroying and wrecking out <laughs> and just going. I wanted yeah. to like this so much, and I did like it right until I realised it was too easy. <laughs> entirely because mm. there's a bit where you can. I actually recorded me upping the difficulty. Nothing changes. Not even nothing. It's, Even if you restarted the mission or something? But it wasn't a mission, it was just the open world. Oh, okay. Like, I thought the open world would get slightly harder in terms of the enemies being harder to defeat, having to run away and making okay. life a lot difficult, but oh. it was... Yeah, it was weird. I'm going to try again just before I do it, just to 100% confirm like this is the yeah. right... This is what happened, and it wasn't just a glitch in the system. Yep. Um, yeah, definitely what- a little bit annoyed, but... Yeah, because when I played Wildlands with a few people together on PlayStation 4, it felt moderate, like not too difficult, but you were down a few times and had to be rescued. And like, I mean, some of these objectives were more like, oh, you need to shoot everyone down before they reach a bomb or something like that. Or you need to rescue some people. And I mostly played these things because they're like, oh, this is stupid. I just want to shoot them. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. So it's interesting to hear. I was actually suspecting yeah. the game to be more difficult, more like a struggle That's against these other high specified mm-hmm. people, you know, because they yeah. both know spec ops in that sense. Because mm. mm. I was, I was hoping it would not. Because I like Dark Souls, I really don't. I think it's a bad game, but that's just my personal opinion. Um, okay. I actually think that um, if it had turned into more of a Dark Souls esque type game, where it's extremely difficult, mm. um, you have patrols that you really have to like watch out for and everything. Yeah. You have to sneak around things. You and taking engagements is kind of like the last mm. option. That's what I was hoping for, but it turned into more of a just kind of like, eh, there or there, you can just shoot them if you want to. It's an ass. Okay. That'll be fine. It's like, mm. In some sense, yeah. uh, the Splinter Star games might have better, I think. Because you actually had to actively sneak around and be mm. like, oh, don't anyone let me see. Yeah. Yeah. It was my uh, cardboard box. <laughs> <laughs> That's better, you. But yeah. <laughs> But right. yeah, that's that's uh, that and World of Warcraft Classic. Those are the only things I've played recently. <laughs> or oh, and Stardew Valley. Yeah. And Stardew Valley on the Switch. You've also been playing some Link's Awakening. Yes, well. Link's Awakening. I did play Link's Awakening. I oh, really enjoyed it. How did you it's like really that? Really fun. Really, really good. I, I thought it was fantastic. I Especially liked the. Especially it's just a remake of the old game. Yes. Because I've never good. played the old. Ge- I've never played the original. No, um, not oh. old enough. That one. Yeah, not old enough. <laughs> I was like, what was. It. I worked out it was something like three when it came out or something, not even. Um, but yeah, I really enjoyed it, and I liked the dungeon maker. I thought that was pretty cool, um, mm. especially because I was able to, um, I was able to create an entire map that took me twelve minutes to finish just because I was trying to get every single chest, and mm. I ended up gaining like a hundred rupees from it. And I was like, yay, money! Um, <laughs> but yeah, I was, um, I really, I thought it was kind of fun, um, and. I like the kind of art style. It, it's really, um, it's kind of that cross between like a TV and an anime type thing, but also feels like a Zelda game. Cause I've mm. had like 
it felt kind of it had the weight of Breath of the Wild, but in kind of like a really small compact area. So I felt like I was like I was exploring an area for uh. um I was exploring somewhere that I'd never explored before and it had all the classic like Zelda stuff that I'd been told was good but never actually experienced because I'd only ever played the first one on a um on an emulator mm. and the um uh Breath of the Wild and those are my only two Zelda games that I've played. Oh, so um I've only played Phantom of the Hourglass which I, I kind of want to play on your DS. Um, <laughs> but um, yeah, I really enjoyed making I haven't finished it because um, it's actually on your progress and I was yes, thinking of buying it and then <laughs> going through it again. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I've really been enjoying it and I like the different enemy types and stuff and having yeah. to work out like, oh, this enemy you can do this to. And mm. the shy guys had me confused for the longest time. What are they doing? Like, Why are they moving away from me? <laughs> it was so odd. Yeah. And then when I read up about it because I got frustrated, it's like, ah, oh, finally, I'll read something about it. Oh, mm. that's how you do it. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> I have to admit, I actually use the guide uh, sometimes when I really felt like I can't do it on my own because I wanted to push through the game within three days yeah. to make the review happen. Sure. And I still, I still liked it because I already played mm. through it, so I knew how to play it overall. Mm. And um, it was just a new fancy thing. The frame rate thing that was a little bit annoying where it was partially stuttery uh, when walking between zones yeah, and stuff like that. But it, yeah. wasn't, it wasn't bad. So many people complained about it. I was like... It's not good that it's there in a 60 euro tile game where I think it should be ironed out. But fine. Sure. Yeah. Uh, the the most thing that annoyed me was just that it was a one to one port basically from the Game Boy Color version. It had the color dungeon in it, which mm-hmm. is cool. It helps you a lot, especially if you have the red rope to give uh, double damage or have the blue rope to only attack in half the damage. Okay. But the dungeon master thing I, I thought was like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I, I played the four challenges that he gave me to get the secret yeah. seashell, to get the better uh, sword, and after that I was like, I'm done with this. Yes. Okay. Because I think, what was it? I, as soon as I found out you could use amiibos to do that, I grabbed my kind of like little <laughs> amiibo cards and I was like, ah, <laughs> give me more. <laughs> I only had one sadly, but yeah, did the same. Um, but yeah, I, 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 I think from just being able to experience it as somebody who's not played it before and um, like a whole new generation being exposed to mm. uh, Legend of Zelda is yeah. definitely, it was, it's, I would honestly give somebody Link's Awakening first and then be like, play this, get into Legend of Zelda, enjoy it, have fun. And then here's Breath of the Wild, because mm. I definitely think here's it's a context. Yeah. To yeah. And I definitely think it, because uh, it allows you to like, ease into the world and be like, yeah, this is a thing. These, these are things that you do. Um, yeah. Whereas I, Breath of the Wild, I enjoyed it immensely, but I felt there was too much to do. And the kind of like, uh, it got to a point where it dropped off quite heavily with kind of like, yeah. oh, you can do all this bit, this bit, this bit, this bit. And then it's like, yeah, now here's the massive cliff. Try and figure out how to go to the next point from here. And I was mm-hmm. like, mm, I'm confused. And lost. And well, it's definitely how you see different types of players enjoying different kinds mm. of games, and I totally yeah. get that. Mm. Uh, because I absolutely adored Breath of the Wild. I didn't think the uh, swords breaking and everything was a bad thing. Other people were super annoyed by it. Mm. And I thought the open world was more like, oh, here's a neat thing. I could go 
five minutes off and come back and then okay the next thing and i absolutely enjoyed and exploring everything because it wasn't too large it wasn't like oh here's the thing i have to spend two hours on this small side thing and then can be done with it Breath of the Wild actually did them in a good paced manner where I think, okay, here's something interesting I can explore and if I don't want to, I just go. It's not like a repercussion where I need to do this thing and it's not forcing me to play through 40 hours of game, like for example with Assassin's Creed, where I think like the main activities distract really instead of being interesting enough. They're more like of an annoyance and with Breath of the Wild for me it was good. Link's Awakening, more uh, linear game. You can explore a few areas which you cannot uh, go through first because you need later game items. So you can set a mark on the map actually to say, hey, here's something I need to come back later, solve that a little bit, and then uh, come back. So it was, yeah, it's definitely like a nice introduction. Mm. On my end, Breath of the Wild is superior. But I think it comes down to taste. Sorry, Liz, what were you saying? You were about, uh, far away from the microphone. Oh, that's alright. <laughs> it was just more the fact of like saying that it's more of an introductory to Link's Awakening, uh, yeah. The Legend of Zelda, as a series. Yeah, probably. Link's Awakening first, so you get to grips with um, how to handle the character, what the quests will entail, how mm-hmm. to defeat monsters, and um, what you're actually sort of expecting from a Legend of Zelda game. Yeah, yeah before going into something that's, like you said, where it's easy to then do something that's less linear Mm. and you can then know how to actually address it when you are given a situation that it's not, right, you've got to do this, Mm. but you can actually experience it in a way that's more fun and enjoyable Mm. because you know how to handle what the game is actually enticing Mm. you to play. Yeah. Because, like, what is it, with um, with certain enemies that I recognised from playing Breath of the Wild, I knew, oh, with, um, uh, Vokoblins like to do, uh, like to use clubs and throw spears and things like that, and um, I was like, okay, I know that when I need to use my shield, every time they do that in Link's Awakening, they'll throw a spear, then it will give me a few seconds to run up to them and hit them and things like that. Um, so, it definitely, I think, um, no, because, like, there's a few, like, classic, um, a classic guys um, or classic things uh, or enemies that you have in um, Le- the Legends of Zelda like series. Mm. Um, so uh, knowing how to defeat a few of them or how some of them like work on a core aspect allows yeah. you to just uh, experience it or understand it a bit better throughout all the other games. Because yeah, some of them I've never seen before, like those turtle shells. They are that that. It took me the longest time to realize that you can. The only way to defeat them is just to bump them off the edge. <laughs> it took me like forever. Yeah, yeah. That's definitely something. Yeah. As like I said, it is each to your own as to what you prefer and mm, how definitely. much a game packs your interests. I always um, have. But continue. Yeah, I always have the issue when they bring back old games to the new console that they always ask full price for that. And I'm thinking, come on, I know you did a lot of rework on it, especially with Link's Awakening, completely new art style, uh, orchestral music now and everything. It's awesome, they did improvements to the controls. But then there's other games like uh, from the Wii and Wii U era, like uh, Mario Kart Deluxe, um, the Donkey Kong game Country, t- Tropical Country Feast or something which is less of a, you know, part of work, where they also ask, like, full price. I get annoyed by that. And so that's why I put that into the review. 
Mm-hmm. But yeah, let's let's go on to a different topic. Let's, uh, do sure. you have something that you want to share with us? Because uh, we already had every one of us talking. Yeah. How about you? I don't know, really. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Did I've you watch something? I've been playing like Stardew Valley and um, cool. a little bit of Link's Awakening. What's the other game? Oh, Hollow Knight? Yeah, but I haven't started playing that yet because okay. I've been at mm-hmm. uni for the past week. So sure. Trying to play games at the same time as doing a degree. Yeah, I get that. A little bit of trying to balance it, but yeah yeah <laughs> so well, in my spare time i'll be doing that okay maybe you can answer me this because i'm always like i i, I don't get stardew valley what does uh is interesting to you specifically why do you love to play stardew valley for example so for me personally i grew up doing <laughs> things like animal crossing oh and so for me i'd say stardew valley is very similar to the same concept as animal crossing Mm. Um, which is obviously another Nintendo game. Um, I don't think Stardew Valley is no, as such. It's no, more of a cross. Stardew, Stardew Valley originated first on the uh, on the PC as an indie yeah, game, yeah. Um, but it grew wide massive. Process. So it's now on yeah. like I'm not sure if it's on on, on Xbox, but it it's is. definitely on Switch. I think it's on everything. Okay, yeah. but yeah, it's immense. It's yeah. such a following behind it. Yeah. So because of the whole like concepts of got a um, farm and mine different materials in order to progress throughout the game, it's fairly similar to Animal Crossing where you'd have to pretty much do the same things of like digging and um, cutting down trees and picking mm. up other utensils to then progress throughout the game. It's one of those sort of childhood reminders. And I uh, how long ago? Probably about since I got my Nintendo Switch, actually, people from work were like, oh, you need to play Stardew Valley mm. <laughs> like, so we can have someone to play with. So, yeah, yeah I pretty much got it because A, they said, and obviously Flame, it, it's reminded me very much of Animal Crossing, mm. which when the new game comes out for that, I will be buying that. So, <laughs> so it, it looks really good. you know, mm. reminders is always somewhere that I like to start off with and then branch out from there. But I've played things like Warframe and uh, Call of Duty and I can't remember what other games I have on my Steam account. <laughs> Not very many. Yeah, you have Skyrim, but yeah. I, I would say you played it. No, not really. <laughs> okay. <laughs> we're, 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 both, we're both big uh, arachnophobes. Uh, so big ass spiders are not our thing (laughs) but yeah Yeah. (laughs) i had to get dan to just get me past the spider because i was like i refuse to play it until i get past the spider because no yeah that That first spider is a bit of a bit of a a bit of a big in (laughs) well it's because for me personally i had a nightmare when i was little Uh and it's made me terrified of spiders and see if I see a game because my nightmare stemmed from a film. Um, oh, same actually. So what? I'm sure just seeing it in game is going to trigger a nightmare. So I'm like, no, mm. probably not. Yeah. <laughs> oh, gosh. Me. So, yeah, I get that. Yeah. <laughs> Mine was like the film that I saw or the, I think the one that caused me 
it was like I was on a plane tr- plane journey to America and it was something like big spiders attacking like New York City or something. Oh yeah. Okay. Uh, I don't know what it is, but it's some crappy like B movie, but that scared the <laughs> the Jesus out of me. <laughs> so, well. Oh yeah. I can't actually watch that. I I've watched all of the Harry Potter films, but honestly when that bit comes on I'm just like I hope yeah. it doesn't go away, go away. <laughs> yeah, the second one is a bit ugh. Ugh. The well, same with uh, Lord of the Rings with that spider scene comes out. It's like, oh. Yeah. yeah. Whenever we see spiders around the house, it's, hey, you can't kill a spider. Because both of us will beeline to another room like right yeah. <laughs> You will have to go right, Dave. Yeah. I'm checking out. Yeah. <laughs> Check it out, man. <laughs> like today, there was one in the kitchen and he killed it and picked it up with his fingers. So I'm like, oh, no. No. No, no, no. no. <laughs> Like, I can happily kill a spider if it's, like, height, head level or below, but if it's, like, um, what is it? If it's, like, higher than my head, it's, like, I can't, I can't do that, because it's going to fall down on my face, and I'm just like, ah. Yeah, mm. ugh. Couldn't do that. Couldn't do that. Yeah, it's been uh-huh. a <laughs> Ono in chat also uh, says the basilisk in the wall was creepy to him. I get that. Yes. Yeah. We were so young back in the day. I was like freaked out, Voldemort on the back of the teacher's head in the first oh, movie. Right, yeah. So, ooh, it, spoiler warning. But yeah, that was like, ooh, fuck. Uh, yeah, that was good. Get away with that. You were petrified of snakes as well. So yeah, I, I, I hate snakes. Most well, of the Harry Potter films, considering I didn't like. I uh, like again every time something like that comes along. It's like hands, hands over eyes, eyes. like. <laughs> What is it? The, uh, the one that I couldn't stand for the because I can't. I don't do horror. At all. No. Uh, every single time I saw the like it trailers on YouTube, uh. just like oh no, I don't want this. And then I had a I had a had a a uh, nightmare um, that had uh, Pennywise chasing after me. And, <laughs> ugh. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah you show you you showed me stupid vr thing with yeah. oh, mm, mm. oh. <laughs> there was there was like a vr video with so pennywise in it. that was it uh, i believe i <laughs> want to say it was the htc5 to do like a small vr experience yeah <laughs> and it was just like walk through that and jack does a really good Anyways, um, impression. One. Yeah, impression. Wow. Um, I showed it to him. I was like, it's not that bad. And he's like, going, yes, it is, yes, it is, yes, it is. I'm like, okay, sorry. <laughs> yeah, I don't, don't, uh, with Whereas I saw the actual film of it. I want to see. Oh, the did you see the one. new one? I haven't seen the second one. Oh, though. okay. You need to go see the new one. I know. You won't but without me. <laughs> without me. No, I'm not going. Go. But I want to go see Joker. That looks. Like an amazing film. I can't wait yeah. to get. I want to go see that. I really do. It looks good. <sighs> yeah. My King's Phoenix. It's one of these movies. I'm. I'm blurry. Focus. Come on, <laughs> focus. <laughs> there we go. That's better. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, that movie, uh, I saw one or two reviews already when it was played at uh, festivals, and I was like, yeah, seems oh. interesting, but not something I would actively seek out. So I'll probably wait until DVD release or something. Okay. Oh yeah. I mean, they already confirmed it's like a like single piece. It won't be connected mm-hmm. to Batman, really. So it's like, okay, it's a like a character study when they show how it got to be, like mm-hmm. how one version of the Joker got to be. 
I was like, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like feeling if I need to read all of the comics, but not every comic is really good. So I'd be, I'll, I'll put on all this, but not right now. Yeah. yeah. I think a lot of people have said it's kind of like the killing joke, which again, is it's a Batman mm. and Joker, like, but, uh, but it's not <laughs> just like a standalone, like one shot type thing. And yeah, that's mm. that I'm, I'm interested to see it just because I like the idea, like the Joker character is really interesting and um, creepy and um, like evil in a sense. Like the way that um, Heath Ledger did it was absolutely just, that was insanity personified with a hint of genius and it just worked so well. And I'm hoping, because I, I, as much as it probably maybe he did it badly or the portrayal or the script or something. But Jared Leto's Joker was just awful. Like it's the worst one. Like I like Jared Leto. I think he's an interesting guy, but yikes, it was bad. It was, I mean, the whole thing was terrible. It was just so bad. Like even like the worst part is if, um, no, no disrespect to Heath Ledger at all, but if he had, if he had not killed himself, and if he and um, uh, if he had done the new, if he had continued and Joker had uh, the Joker, his Joker had continued. I mm. really wish Margot Robbie would have done um, Harley, Quinn. Harley, Harley Quinn as well, because those two would have been explosive. Right it would oh, <laughs> just could be. Oh, wow. Because <laughs> she's yeah. amazing as, as Harley Quinn. I mean, we know Incredible. the cast of the next Suicide Squad already, and it seems very full. I uh, think James Gunn is also doing it. Okay. Because uh, there I'm was the time when he was fired from Disney and Marvel, and he says, ah, screw you, I go to DC, and then he did. He's doing that still, while yeah. also coming back to Marvel again, and yeah, it's oh, going to be okay. interesting. Um, I'm just annoyed that Will Smith do any more Deadshot, because he was really, really good. He, was he did the Will Smith, but Will Smith, the Will Smith, but um, it definitely was a good fit, I think. Yeah, yeah. He sold it well. I didn't know much about that show, but I, I could see him in this movie and was like, "That's yeah. fine. He's he's doing a fine job." I know I'm pivoting again to another, one, but I really want to see Gemini Man with Will Smith as playing as a younger and an older version of himself mm. and it's directed by ang lee and it looks super super intense because it's all yeah. about the best spy in the world being cloned and his younger self is trying to kill his older self and stuff yeah. like that. And, ah, i just can't wait to see like what they do with it because it looks really really interesting yeah i saw a trailer for that maybe see that mm. yeah like right now, this year, I'm, I'm done with movies, and there's still the Star Wars movie coming on, mm. which I'd probably drag myself in just to say, oh, this trilogy is over, okay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but that's, that's the interesting thing, it could actually turn out great all of a sudden, after yeah, all the things I that were like, huh, okay, wait. And uh, I don't know, um, it could also be terrible, like continue yeah. to be terrible, I guess. Like, yeah. It's yeah, a decisive yeah, I, topic, I don't know. What people need to do is they need to stop like hiring JJ Abrams to do the first one and then firing him and hiring somebody else to do the second one. It's like, no, let him finish his damn trilogy. He's really good. Just let him do it. I mean, same with the Star Trek movies, the new ones. I know he did too much lens flare, but they were fun adventures. I don't like watching them. That was actually good. But also fans from the older movies said like, oh, screw it, this is not Star Trek. I mean, yes, like... (laughs) New generations of people working on them and performing as these characters, I guess, yeah, it will be different. 
Yeah. I mean, they did actually do a time lapse, not time, a time jump back to a younger version of the same characters and then rewind everything to have them say, okay, this is a little bit different. This is like same people, but different timeline. And then, of course, they acted a little bit different. Things would feel different, but it makes at least a bit of logical sense why they'd be different. Yeah. It's actually a smart move, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, I thought that was great. I, I loved I, I loved the uh, the Star Trek films. I thought they were fantastic. Um, mm. I, I especially loved uh, Benedict Cumberbatch or um, uh, Cumblebee Mumbo Snatch um, <laughs> as uh, uh, I can't remember. Cumblebee Doodledore. I think it was. Was it Con? Was it Con that he played? I can't remember. But he did an uh, amazing yeah. role, and just the amount of just synergy between. Mm. Um, Benedict Cumberbatch, um, I want to say as Zachary Quinto and I can't, uh, Chris Pine. Um, Pine, My goodness. The, like the, the scene where they're interrogating him or just talking to him in the brig is just Mm. so Mm. good. No good good. things in there. Yeah. Just, oh, the amount, oh yeah. You just cut (laughs) the tension with a knife. It was so good. What the imitation you made was. Yes, I know. <laughs> I was like, you can cut it with a knife. Mm. Knife? <laughs> Too nice. <laughs> I know. All right, uh, before we go off, there's one more thing. Uh, are you excited for the new Xbox your thing that's happening in London? Your, your mic was stuttering. Oh. It was like cutting in and out. Oh no! Maybe it was us. Uh, maybe it's also because I'm too loud. I'm go back a little bit, and I'm asking again. How do you okay. feel about the new Xbox event happening in November? We're going to it. Yeah. Yeah, we're going to it. <laughs> yeah that's gonna be good. Yeah. It's for FanFest as well. It's only for FanFest because they had like a limit on how many tickets you could get for different things to mm. allow as many people as possible to go to the event and not have like the same hundred or three hundred people turn up to every day. Um, but uh, I got the tickets for FanFest on the Thursday, um, and it's FanFest immediately followed by um, Outside Xbox, which yep. looks really good. Um, or Inside Xbox, I'm not 100% sure. Is it outside or inside? In, in, I know there's an, out, there's an Outside Xbox and there's an Inside Xbox. I think sure the Outside Xbox thing is the YouTube channel, isn't it? Yes. Yes. Uh, yes. Is it? Anyway. So there's both of them, and I can't remember which one it is because I watch, I watch them. Oh, it's inside <laughs> Xbox. That's thank you, Arno. Thank you. Yeah. Man. Um, but yeah, the, um, outside, outside Xbox is the YouTube. channel with 2.4 million subscribers. So that Super also good. is a thing. But yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's inside Xbox. That's the one. Yeah, that's the that's show. Gonna be, that's going to be that's going to be shown at. I believe it's like doors open for FanFest at seven, and then mm. at eight or nine o'clock is inside Xbox. Cool. Um, so really looking forward to uh, to seeing that, um, hanging out, playing some games, seeing all the cool stuff that they getting uh, game pass. <laughs> yeah, no, <laughs> I, I I would be happy if they did that again, but I'm not holding out for it. I'm only mm. just look, uh, looking to have a good time. And yeah, it's definitely going to be good. Um, so I can take my camera. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Mm. Yeah. We'll, like, record ourselves. <laughs> oh, what was it? Um, did we go with Arno last year? Yep. No, not... Yeah, was it last year? Or was it the year before? It was last year. It was not this year. It was last year. Yeah, but... Um, <laughs> Two years, so games gone again. Yeah. I got... Hey! Nice. Yeah, we all did nice. that last year. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, last year, when we all went together... Um, I, I got, got destroyed. Like, oh... 
<laughs> yeah, <laughs> I got the um, uh, the DJ to play the um, Halo Three soundtrack, and everyone yeah. exploded. It was like, yes. <laughs> Oh, I mean, that was a, that was us three were like the only people that were like, yeah, and it's ooh, and everyone else was like, oh, that's Halo, okay, cool. And they turned around <laughs> and it's like, aww. <laughs> but the DJ was fully on board with that, I love that. Oh, yeah, that was, oh, that that was, was great. <laughs> it was very appropriate to play that uh, once. Oh, it was so good. Yeah, the terrible thing is that they didn't have any food catering and we didn't have anything to eat before that. So I definitely got very drunk uh, on accident because it went for so long. It's just, oh, here's a nice wine. And then over the course of the evening, you have like, I don't know, four glasses of wine. It's just enough on the empty stomach to make you like really terrible drunk. So lesson is whatever people do, definitely eat beforehand. At least yes, a little bit, yeah. you know. If you plan on drinking, many people don't. That's fine, of course. But if yeah. you do, just still take care to have a full stomach, at least. <laughs> yeah, we'll definitely get something to eat before we go. Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah looking forward to looking forward to doing that. We'll definitely uh, do some coverage for it. That yeah. should be good. Um, yeah. I'm not sure if there's any games that are coming out that I really want to get. I mean, um, Emma, are you going I've been, as well? I'm... Hmm. Yeah, I'm not sure. Um, I think I am. Oh. oh. I have to get confirmation for tickets. Okay. Well, good luck. I'll be in touch. Yeah, well, let us know. Let us know. Mm. Isn't it oh, also okay. like in partnership with the Xbox store they have at Oxford Circus? Was it so. There's something on the website here that says celebrate at the new Microsoft store in Oxford Circus. Mm. I think yeah, it's it's not definitely linked to it, but uh, there's also a thing that's there. And Emily yeah. saw that actually mm. it was like two months ago, I think. Oh, okay, it's been a while. But yeah, it's definitely cool. I, I definitely want to see at least that when I'm back mm. in London again. Sadly, right now flights are terrible. Like if I want to fl- like to fly to London, basically averages around forty to fifty euros. But the flight back is always like all of a sudden two hundred euros. I'm like. Well, then, I guess I will not fly over. Because <laughs> I probably, you we'll, know... We'll grease you up in goose fat and you can swim the channel. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. It's just just going to chip myself in the box. Like, Amazon, yeah. same day delivery. Like, yeah, <laughs> prime that. We're going to yeah. prime house test. Watch here for the first time. We're going to prime <laughs> a person. Yeah. I don't think that's gonna work. <laughs> <laughs> funny though. I bet really not, fun. but yeah. I'd really love I to go with that. They would not... scan it and be like, uh, why is there a human in there? <laughs> <laughs> this is really <laughs> Just heavy. Open him up and he's like, hello. We'd <laughs> <laughs> like, we, we like the Witcher trailer. Yeah. Are we, are we there yet? No? Then fuck off. Close <laughs> <laughs> oh, the cast again. Oh, man. Oh, yeah. Funny. <laughs> Good stuff. Do you guys have yeah. anything else to talk about? Um, only the fact that I um I I, I have I have a there's a something inside of me that has a desire to buy Call of Duty Warfare, but then everything else, everything that I've watched, everything that I've seen, <laughs> everything that I've read, screaming at me, don't do it, <laughs> no, just yeah. don't do it. It's literally buying a game from the devil, I guess. Oh yeah, Activision. I will buy it when it's like on sale yeah. for massively discounted because nobody would have bought it. <laughs> I've been down to play the single player content of that because yes. uh, at least the trailer yes. that we saw at the last state of play from PlayStation looked really good. 
like yeah. excellent uh, at least trailer you know we don't know about the mm-hmm. gameplay but uh, that was great the 2v2 beta or alpha back at gamescom was great general multiplayer i just didn't bother with it because i knew i'm not i'm not interested in call of duty anymore but overall the the thing that kicked me off was like oh yeah this is this uh, multiplayer mode survival which is only uh, playable on playstation 4 for a whole year like all the other platforms can't play it i'm like but i want pc i want to try everything here's the thing i know i won't play that because i'm not a type of guy to play survivor but for people that like the zombie mode and survivor games stuff like that we're just like against hordes of enemies there's people really yeah. loving this mode and they cannot play right now on playstation 4 for a whole year when next year the next call of duty already comes out and then it's no uh use anymore yeah it's and like the, the worst part yeah the worst part of that i've seen i watched a guy called uh legacy killer hd his youtube channel is i would 100 percent recommend <laughs> mainly because he um uh he talks in depth about um uh What's it called? Cyberpunk 2077 mm. um, information, anything to do with like leaks, big news coverage, all the hate and backlash that it got re- a while ago, all of that. He also does um, EA and um, he does um, Activision. He covers a lot of big things. So he did um, yeah. uh, uh, Anthem for a while mm. um, and he also has recently covered... Um, Call of Duty, Modern Warfare, and all the stuff to do with that. And the thing that he pointed out, which I 100% agree because I've seen it myself, um, Call of Duty will release and it will be good. People will enjoy it. Mm. People will give it decent reviews. Yeah. And then about six months, uh, no, two months later, they will give out a loot boxes. And those loot boxes yeah. will have guns. And then it will be a pay to win entirely thing again and it will be annoying and the only reason they can do they can get away with that is because they will promise that it won't be in there the reviews will be oh this is really good and it's even better because they don't have loot boxes and then people go and buy it a few months later loot boxes get put into the game and it's like ah we got mm. we got you guys now you have to uh, you, have you to got my boozle like ah so yeah, I'm I'm very hesitant because they're gonna pull that shit again and yeah. they're gonna try it pass it off as this is a good thing this is a good thing for the industry it's like no mm-hmm. yeah damn it. damn it so yeah i Again, will buy it a deal with the devil yeah exactly i'm uh hey dave <laughs> it's my <Hi>. killer extraordinaire <laughs> <laughs> lurking in the background um but yeah Bo- bobby kotick is the ceo of the company and people always put like uh devil horns on him for good yeah. reason because he's the guy who's like driving forward. Uh, he bought Candy, Candy King, King Games, who did Candy Crush. Oh, right. That yes. was a major driver to put more monetization like that into games and using psychological factors to make them even more appealing to people and getting the whales, as they call the big spenders for these microtransactions onto the games. And it's really, ah, oh, it's really, uh, what's it called? Not exploitative, but. You, you're basically exploiting all these like weaker people who are just susceptible to these practices, and it's something that I predatory. Don't... Predatory, thank you. That's the word. Uh, <laughs> something that I just really don't want to support, and that's why I'm like, yeah, mm-hmm. no, I, I think I think that's a it's it's a very despicable and unethical mod, yeah. mod, uh, mod to go on, and I think the worst part is the fact that to try and convince everybody in the world that loot boxes are fine and everything is a good everything is hunky dory um they even lied to the uk government and that is just 
that is just kind of like you can't lie to a government and get away with it because everybody saw it. Every, it's documented. It's they the can. <laughs> That's the yeah, yeah. I hope they don't. I really hope they don't. Um, yeah. And we have a lot of recommendations here in the UK to say that this is extremely bad and we want to get rid of it. Um, whether the government actually enacts that, but I think they have a bigger thing on their plate first before they even get around to that, That's which it. we won't talk. Well, they're down. We don't say the B word here. We don't. No, no we don't talk about it. <laughs> it just invites bad people. <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, so um, uh, yeah, well, we're gonna um, yeah. We'll, uh, hopefully, it will get sorted. But it's definitely been recommended that it's an extremely bad thing to do. And I think it's yeah. a bad thing to do. And everybody, nobody goes, yeah, loot boxes way. <laughs> so. All right. And I guess we almost hit the one hour mark. I guess we yes. call it in the day today. Uh, we'll be back in two weeks for a new episode of the podcast. Thank you so much for joining us. Uh, let's start all the way to the left list. Uh, where can people find you if they want to see you talk to you on the social media? Uh, Facebook, Instagram, I'm trying to think what else I have. Snapchat. That's probably about it. Oh, yeah. Discord too. Discord too. Discord yeah. too. Yeah, we we'll definitely uh, put a profile on the new soon enough. Dan, you gotta yeah. do that, man. Help yeah. your lady out. <laughs> that's, that's my bad. <laughs> yeah. It's in the process. It's just working on it. Yeah. So. yeah. I also heard that's... you're probably working on something like an introduction article, which I'm personally yeah. very excited about. So. Let's see if it will come uh, through. I've started writing Shoot. on it, so Ooh. that will be soon. Yeah, it's definitely interesting. Ooh. All right. Dan, where can people find you? Uh, you can find me on uh, the uh, the Discords, uh, the uh, the YouTubes. <laughs> no, uh, Discords. Um, uh, you can find me on Twitter as well. I don't really use Twitter, but you can try and hit me up on this. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, I also... Uh, uh, I will be, yeah, I'm mostly on Discord. If you want to get hold of me, just get get me on. That's that's the easiest way to get hold of me. Um, mm. But uh, if you really, really want to go extremely old school, uh, you can go on our website. You can find my profile and you can send me an email. Oh. <laughs> but uh, yeah, um, pretty much. If you want to find out where my stuff is, uh, definitely check out the website. It's called profiles with the links to it but uh at djh331 everywhere that's just everywhere um so yeah if you can find it that uh, i'll be there somewhere cool so yeah emily where can people find you uh they can find me on discord and on twitter as um at emily hm that is how about you house test you can find me everywhere that has the new byte on it, but especially, of course, on Twitter at HAU5 House Test. And uh, yeah, just look up the YouTube channel, youtube.com slash C slash the new byte, or just the new byte.com slash YouTube. Both links direct you to the same channel. I've been doing massive successful videos right now. Uh, it's crazy. Two weeks ago, we had the Carpocalypse two-hour live stream go a little bit viral, at least. You know, we, our channel is growing, growing. We're coming closer to the 200 subscribers. That video is now at almost 750 views. That's great for our channel size. Mm. Seeing greater, the unboxing of Destiny 2 Shadow Keeps Collector's Edition last week, actually, um, is at 5,000 views right now. 
That's crazy. Thank you so much, everyone, for tuning in for that. If you have not seen it yet, you can see it on the YouTube channel, of course. And uh, we're going to keep on putting up probably content about Destiny 2 because it's what's currently invading my life right now. And there's definitely lots of things to talk about it. So... There's that coming, there's other games coming as well. Stuff from Dan talking about Ghost Recon, hopefully. Yeah. Let's you make sure that he does that video. <laughs> <laughs> the Crucible cause, Guardian. Just indeed. You have to go, Guardian. Indeed. Guardian. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. And much, much more. Of course, if you're also on the website, thenewbutter.com, if you want to see some other news other than just uh, what we do on the YouTube channel, we also do something there every now and then. And of course, on our lovely Twitter and Facebook and Instagram, that's mainly hosted right now by Emily, and uh, soon a little bit also with the help of Liz. So, yeah, join all these things, click all the buttons, smash everything that you can find. But not my face, I'm beautiful. And Thanks of course, for the keyboard. <laughs> <laughs> and have a nice evening and talk to you soon. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.